chick, chicken ranch Where a lonely girl could have a chance And a homely boy could find romance At the chick, chick, chicken ranch The sheriff and Miss Mona for years had been Red hot lovers and real good friends But trouble snowballed like an avalanche At the chick, chick, chicken ranch When Melvin Thorpe, a reporter of sorts A self-righteous crusading fanatic Got on TV like you wouldn't believe And pointed a finger right at it Exposing Miss Mona, accusing the sheriff, then it rose to a roar from a whimper. It got all out of hand, a fit hit the fan, with Thorpe stirred up everyone's temper. The chick, 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 chicken ranch has been recouped into song and dance. And I know you wouldn't want to miss the chance to come to the chicken ranch. It's foot stomping, rug romping, sexy, good fun. Come on down and bring someone. There's good times and trouble and fiery romance at the best little Texas chicken ranch. Go on, partner. Y'all come back now, you hear? Hello, everyone! Welcome to the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson Podcast. I am your host, Scott White, and I am being joined once again by Emily and Kristen. Hey there! So Hi! That, so, so that makes sense why Dan Aykroyd wasn't in this movie. No, I kept yes. waiting uh-huh. for him to show up. <laughs> yes. Yes, Dan you two have been on my Dan Aykroyd podcast, but this is my other podcast, the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast, where we talk about projects from Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson. I have chosen for you two the best little whorehouse in Texas. I have a question well, for you. you that I that now that I know that you have a Burt Reynolds podcast, are you going to um, just do an episode where you talk about his Playgirl spread? Because <laughs> Kristen volunteers for that. <laughs> Yes, I will. And when I do, let's put it that way. Yes, I will. And when I do, I will definitely contact you to talk about the the Playgirl Centerfold. All right, all right. Hooray! Oh my god. Or what you should do is every um, podcast you do from now on, you uh, you you download the photos so they're on your computer for everyone and for all people to see, (laughs) and then you share them with your guests via Zoom, and you get them to each just give you a little snippet. Yeah. yeah, and then when you have that episode, you'll have like like this this uh, this whole anthology from all your guests, and they can talk about Burt Reynolds' junk. Do you see his junk? I guess. You do, do see they his show junk. wieners in that magazine? Okay. Yeah. All right. I okay. think wieners are kind of gross to look at. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of wieners, I'm not on board with that. Uh, the best little whorehouse in Texas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I so I I had never I knew it existed like not the whorehouse itself but like the musical never seen it before definitely never saw the movie before so this was a fun little adventure because as I was watching it I was like oh wait a second I've heard about the chicken ranch like that was a real thing yeah and then and then as it went on so I started like googling stuff and wikipediaing as I was watching and then I was like oh this guy has to be Marvin Zimler and of course it was, and it was just very fun to be like, oh, it's it's like historical accuracy kind of. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd never seen it. I've never seen the 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 live show or the movie. I don't think I'd seen it either. But I do think my my dance company that I was in when I was little, I think they did a dance to "Nothing Dirty Going On." And I can really? remember being Your children's like, dance company. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the older girls, so it was like but the high still, school girls. But that's I think almost I, worse. I remember seeing a dance and being like, "Huh, all right, interesting." Hmm. Whorehouse, okay. and they had big frilly skirts. Like they weren't in their undies. Maybe this could be yeah. like a memory of me just being at a dance competition <laughs> and it happening. Okay. It might not have been the where I actually took dance, but I have a I have a very vivid memory of it. Yeah, that is go. interesting. Inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Inappropriate. I've seen yeah. clips of the movie. This is the first time I think I've ever seen it from start to finish. Yeah, I had a lot of thoughts and feelings about it as a whole. Um, I don't think that it was a great... I don't think that the way they directed it really um, translated well to film. Yeah. Going from from stage musicals to film is such like a delicate dance. If you don't know, I uh, I am a theater professor and I teach a history of musical theater course. Uh, I have not. I know. <laughs> I have not. This is not part of of my students' assignment, so I've never analyzed Best Little Whorehouse in Texas before. Uh, but yeah, there's there's certain. You can't just take a musical 
and say, let's find let's some, make it a some movie now. regular movie stars and put them in it. Because songs are, they're meant to be larger than life. They're campy. There's, there's, you sing in a musical when regular words won't do. Don't suffice. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like supposed to be a big explosion of music and hopefully is supposed to move the plot forward. And I would say in general, this is a musical that does not move the plot forward it's um music for the sake of it's like something like it, yeah. re, it reiterates whatever the thesis of that moment is but it's yeah. not especially furthering there's no, the story there's no growth in the thing which yeah okay that makes sense then because i wasn't analyzing it that way because i'm just a person who like watches something and either likes it or doesn't and that's about as deep as it goes for me um and i didn't not like it but it also kind of fell kind of flat for me and mm-hmm. i love dolly parton so much i do too and i was like hell yeah some dolly parton but i was even kind of like oh i don't know she kind of fell flat for me in this um and it, i think it was that first song that she sang the what the one that you were just talking yeah, about the, nothing, nothing dirty, dirty going, going on nothing dirty going on i was like i i felt like she underplayed it <laughs> Nothing much to see No drinking allowed We get a nice quiet crowd Plain as it can be It's just a fiddly squatting Old time country place Ain't nothing too high to Just lots of goodwill And maybe one small thrill but there's nothing dirty going on. Nothing dirty going on. We get simple farmers, local businessmen, Congress folks from Austin, young boys looking for sin. Now we used to get a lot of roughnecks when the oil boom was high. But hey, they'd get a little rowdy. Thank God the field run dry. It's just a little bitty pissant country place. Nothing much to see. No drinking allowed. We get a nice quiet crowd. Plain as it can be. It's just a Billy Squat, no time country place. Nothing too high tone. Just lots of goodwill and maybe one small thrill. But there's nothing dirty going on. It's strange. Uh, so we're just going to. This is the railroading Scott Yeah, podcast, Scott, be quiet. Where. <laughs> Where we don't let him talk whatsoever. <laughs> um, it's it's very uh, so like it's weird to do a music musical number and then just be like bump bump and there's no applause or anything afterward. Like it's yeah, it's it has to be done a certain way so that the when something ends, everything quickly snaps back to normal. It's like oh, is this a like a, a fantasy thing that's going on in this person's head like they did in Chicago right. or in this world the people just like burst this into song in constantly yeah. which is kind of what it is but yeah I don't know Scott um what di- what did you think as a whole about it my last podcast about Burt Reynolds I did at long last love and I don't know if either of you are familiar with that movie I don't know that Negative. that was a musical that he was in set in the seventies and it was all, it was often called one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> it was, it was based on, no, on uh, Cole it. Porter music. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. So I this one, here's another, here's another fun fact. Cause I'm a fucking nerd. Um, so <laughs> a lot of his, his songs were, were kind of, so, so back in the day when Cole Porter was doing music and stuff like that, uh, they would play music from musicals on the radio and it was thought of as cultured. So he snuck dirty shit into his songs all the time because oh, he knew no that way. it would get p- played in popular, uh, like pop culture or whatever. So there you go. Another nerdy Nerd fact. Yeah, he had a lot of dirty songs. All right, I interrupted you. Overall, I was I was bored by this movie. I... I'm not a music. Yeah. I'm not a musical guy. I will admit that. 
I love this was a typical Burt Reynolds movie. Those were all, you know, Dom DeLuise, Charles Durning, Jim Neighbors. Mm-hmm, Those mm-hmm. are his The whole gang was yeah, there. The whole gang yeah. was there. I was overall bored. You know, Dolly Parton, she can sing, she's fantastic. Um mm-hmm. so a question I want to ask you two is after and I know he does he only can Burt Reynolds sing? I know he only has a small singing part in this movie. But because in the last movie, he was really overshadowed. And thank goodness he didn't sing too much with Dolly Parton because she would have blew him out of the water. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, totally. So Kenbert Reynolds. I didn't think it was terrible. Yeah, I I thought it was fine. It was that, um, you know, it was just that getting ready song or whatever. That's the only time they sang together. Right. That's the only time he sings in the movie, I believe. That's the only time he sang, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, again, his voice was fine. I'm really curious. I really wish I'd seen a stage production of this to see what they changed or modified uh, to accommodate Burt Reynolds in it. But again, it's just like that. He didn't have that heightened, like, personality musical more than more than it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, the only person that... Is Jim Neighbors Gomer Pyle? Is that Gomer yes. Pyle? Oh, okay. So, is Gomer Pyle the deputy? <laughs> yes. So sorry. Okay. So so Jim Neighbors was the only one that I thought. I besides, thought he lived up to like this feels like yes. Besides a the, character in a the dancing whores because those were obviously uh, musical theater dancers singers. But and also, dancers. I was I don't talk about them later. Um, mm. those were the only those were the only moments that it felt more like a musical. Like, Jim Neighbors didn't sing, but his character had that, like, uh, 120. It was turned up to 11. Um, yes. Which is what you kind of have to do to to slip into the silly world of, right. of musical theater. I did find that yeah. odd. Jim Neighbors, who is a wonderful singer, did not sing in this movie. Had no singing. Yeah, did no singing yeah. in this movie. And they did the same so song bizarre. twice. Dom DeLuise, Texas has a whorehouse in it. They did the same yeah. song twice. They could have put a Jim Neighbors yeah. song in there in, in lieu of one of them, I think. You know what I think would have vastly improved this movie? Because I also thought it was boring. I was telling Scott and Emily before we got on that mm-hmm. I fell asleep whilst watching this movie. And it was only mm-hmm. 7 p.m. And then I took a four-hour nap and it ruined my life. But... <laughs> like, it full-on puts you to sleep. Like, it put it me to even... sleep. Like, I slept all the way through and it played the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, but the... <laughs> Like, all the way through the end, I slept through a half dozen musical numbers. So, the I think what would have really helped is the pacing of the scenes themselves. Because it's a, it's a musical. It's a musical comedy, um, really. So, the whole thing should be funny and campy. So, there's that one scene with Dom DeLuise where he kept talking about nuts or something. There was a candy bar that didn't have enough nuts yes, in it. Yes, it didn't have enough nuts and he... Went but and, he's also getting dressed. Like there's, of he's course, putting his girdle is, on and his yeah. This is a double entendre. Yes. Is is the way it's intended? Obviously, like when I like as I'm sure the musical theater directors when they look at this, it's got this crazy fast pacing that's matched up with the way right. he's snapping the stuff under his junk while he's talking about nuts and stuff in a sock. And it's like, I feel like if that whole thing had been 120 percent faster, it would have been funny. Like, you know, funny, you know, funnier, faster is funnier. It was like right. all of it. All of it just dragged so much ass. It did drag a lot of ass. Dragged a lot of ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I actually, I thought there were a couple of scenes with Bert and Dolly. Like they were, I don't know, were they camping or something? Were they outside They went to the They, they were just like laying beach. on a log looking at the, oh, okay. oh they, were, they, were, the they were at the beach. They went to the beach oh, okay. to drink beer. What beach were they at? I don't know. But this is Galveston. I don't just, know where this else. This is no, in Texas. Uh, Burt Reynolds did a, see, a movie called Gator with Lauren Hutton, and it's almost. Okay. And he did a he did a movie called Stick with Candace Bergen, and they all have a scene of him lying on the beach with his female co-star. Looking at the stars. With it's his like lady. it's like a weird it's oh. like a weird thing in his movies where he just he goes to the beach. And just lies on the beach with whoever the female lead is of the movie, who who he's romantically huh. involved with. So I was actually going to say that I thought that that was a well acted and good like 
solid scene, but there was like again, it just didn't feel like it had the same pacing um right. or anything. So it was like if you take that scene out and watched it, it was like, "Oh, this feels like really grounded, real acting. It feels mm-hmm. really sincere." Um so I appreciated that part. I thought that that part was good, but just like overall It was incongruous with the rest of the film. Yes, overall it was everything was just too flat. Yeah. Oh, here's a great note I have. Is that the maid from Billy Madison? Yes, it fucking is. Yes, it is. I thought I was your snack pack. That's exactly who that is. <laughs> and her nickname is Porky. Porky. Oh my god. Um, I know that's not. So for those of Which you I'm who sure haven't seen, they're, this they're is talking a, about banging. This is yeah. a portly, a portly African American woman who is the cook in the whorehouse, and her nickname is Porky. And, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I assume that she used to be a whore before a um, whore. before she got too old for it, and that's what they call whoring. her Porky. It's more like porking, yeah, porking banging, not like Porky Pig, but not maybe like it's cooking both. pork. Who yeah. knows? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, yeah, the, I did enjoy seeing her there. That made me really happy. I want to comment on the. So I I think I just have a problem with the eighties in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the 1982, I, I take that back. It's not the eighties. It's the late seventies to like mid eighties. Like the way just like background women are in movies drives me crazy. Yes. Like their wardrobe <laughs> is so bad. And I mean, it's just all eighties. So it's gross. Right. Yeah. But like even, even their perform, I don't know. Like I know that they, they were probably the only ones who've done stage work before. Right. And that's probably why they were hired. But even them, like every time they were on, doing or saying anything i was like this is terrible and like in that in that first damn song in the whorehouse they would like they all had their little little lines that they would sing yes. and i was like God, this is awful yeah like, it's, it's making like, me uncomfortable uh, like, to watch just because it's bad yeah, don't tie up the phone with personal conversation it was just right yeah it was like really i was like i, I can't sing and but that was like i i could have done that i felt it was uncomfortable for me to watch uh yeah. that so um, I don't know. I think so. I think the storyline in general. I really like the storyline. I guess yeah, because it, so it connects to things that like I have a lot of schema about, right? Because it's in Texas and it's all this shit that's based on like the Aggie UT rivalry and the like. The Aggie boys have this reputation, and then Marvin Zindler comes in and fucks everything up for everybody. And like, it's just a lot. Like to me, that's really funny. Um, and so I don't think it's a bad story. I don't. I just think it's yeah. Not- the story's actually. It's true and it's really great. So it's this, um, it's Chicken Ranch, right? Chicken Ranch. Yes, it's Chicken so Ranch. They, so they do a little summary at the beginning. Gomer Pyle, the star, true star of this movie, uh, says, you know, there's this little whorehouse in Texas and everything was going good until the Depression. I think it was the Depression. The Depression, the depression was a um, down, downturn. Downturn. So, yeah. so then people couldn't pay cash, so they started bringing uh, a a, Poultry. a chick a chicken <laughs> for a lay, I believe is what they said. Uh-huh. Um, and then eventually they had so many chickens that they also have like a chicken ranch there there as well. So I think the story itself is fantastic, and it stayed open until 1973. Yeah, isn't that like, bonkers? Yes, like they were really going for it. They really made yeah. it. Yeah, they really and, made it. And they, they, yeah, I just, I can't believe that it wasn't open in my lifetime, but almost my lifetime, it was still happening. Well, that, yeah, because it was just out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And they were like, let's just let this go on. It ain't hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I found out when I was doing all my Wikipediaing that, uh, LaGrange, the song, like ZZ Top's song, was based off of that. And I oh, thought I that was hilarious. That. So then I that went and Googled hilarious. the lyrics and I was like, oh, that's so fun. That's interesting. Rumor spreading round in that Texas town about the shack outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you're gonna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. Yeah, it's a great story. It's just very poorly executed. 
Well, it being open to 73 fits into the timeline because when Jim Neighbors opens the movie, I guess it's in present time, which was 82, and he said it takes Mm -hmm. place about seven years ago. So that's right. That'd be right around. Yeah. Yeah. Right around that time. So. You should Google it. I didn't write down 73, but I think that's the, I think that's <laughs> when it was open right. until it was somewhere in the 70s. It sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. I, and now that and now and, what we know we know about Jim Neighbors, it's kind of it's it's kind of a sweet when all the women are flirting with him. It's like, "Oh, girls. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> you sweet little ladies." Yeah. And he's married in the movie. I thought that was fun too. He is married yeah. in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he goes, you know I got a wife. I have a wife. Y'all stop it. I'm a happily married man. Uh, good stuff. Well, this is actually, and it, it's also actually a political satire as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Dom DeLuise Marvin Zindler sort of gave me a modern day, um, who, uh, the guy Carson from Fox News. I can't think of his name. Um, ben Carson? No, no. Uh, the the pudgy white guy. I can't think of his name. Oh, Tucker oh, Carlson. Tucker, yes, Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Carlson. Thank yeah. you. Okay. I got a Tucker Carlson vibe from that character where yeah. I'm not what I'm a I'm, I'm what I'm offended by. I'm not really offended by. I'm just you, but I'm going to stir up a I'm whole just bunch of shit. Stir up a because... bunch of shit for my ratings. Right. I really got a Tucker 100%. Carlson sort of Fox News vibe off of that Dom DeLuise character. Fal- right. you know, yeah. False outrage, uh, just for ratings. False outrage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here's, here's a fun story that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, I got hired a few months ago to do uh, to do voiceover for a Tucker Carlson video, but as the Wicked Witch. So. No shit. <laughs> Yeah, because he starts like laughing all crazy and stuff at some point. So he's got a he's yeah, got a that's... crazy wicked laugh. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So so whoever this person is does political videos, but has people do uh, voiceover as like character cartoony characters that seem very similar to them. <laughs> that was lame. You can cut it out if you want. Oh no, <laughs> I like it. That's fun. It's all staying in. It's all it's staying all in. Old. It's all gold. So this um, guy that Dom DeLuise was playing, does he have, like, the Dutch boy haircut no. in real life? Why was that hair that way? I think it was just for, a, just for a laugh. No. You know? Just for something yeah. dumb? But Marvin Zindler was famous. Like, he had shock white hair, like, and he wore these, like, tinted Green glasses. prescription glasses, yeah. I guess. They were like, <laughs> yeah. Like, he was he was himself a very much a caricature of a human being. Like he was, he was very much something else. Like if you look up slime in the ice machine, you will see I'm so much about Marvin Zindler. Yes, yeah. I, he was, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying like, that was, that was the first thing I remember him for when I was a kid and I lived here and seeing him on the, the news and he would be, you know, busting out, busting up in front of some restaurant. Like we came in here and found slime in the ice machine and like have all their cameras up in there and like. <laughs> Busting people on shit that, like, everybody's probably doing, but he would just sensationalize it to such a huge right. point that it would cause, like, an outrage over something in the industry that everybody is probably dealing with. But, it, I mean, that was his character, though. Like, that's yeah. that's who he was. So I thought that that whole Dom DeLuise character was a really good um, reflection of him. Yeah, I moved to Houston at the at the end of uh, Zindler's career. So I wasn't okay. I wasn't here when he was growing up. So, but that was the first thing. Yeah, slime in the ice machine. That was what. Uh, so he was like an actual news he, guy. He was. I'm not he was from, like, I'm not from Houston, so I, I don't know who this guy is. But I'm gonna. Yeah, him he was later. like the shock, like the consumer. He yeah, wasn't the even consumer like a advocate. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like the person you call if you're, you know, if your kid gets dropped off at the wrong bus stop or something. Like he was gotcha. that guy. He wasn't even like a correspondent. It was just like what fucking sensational thing can i make up today or can i delve into today that was his thing that was his mo i was gonna say what was y'all's favorite musical number (sighs) i would say i enjoyed i enjoyed charles the charles durning his musical number yeah which he was nominated for an academy award 
For real? Really? Yes, he was oh, nominated for Best year. Supporting Actor. And because he's got, huh. what, less than 10 minutes of, stay, of uh, screen time? Yeah. But Yeah, he's not very prominent. No, but he was nominated. Uh, Dolly was nominated for a Golden Globe, which I can understand. Best musical. Right. Yeah. But yeah. She was like the only best supporting actor in a in a in a in a movie. Huh. Uh, Gerald Interesting. Yes. He did a really he did a, a decent job of like making the choreography and stuff look natural to his character. Mm-hmm. Um so like when Dolly sang, she would just walk around and walk sing. Walk around. Which, which is, is what not what you do in musical theater. No, you, but that's you what Dolly have does. Something like that's dancing. just right. Dolly right. Parton being Dolly, right? Exactly. But he did like his little like he did like a little backwards kicking thing and like a little slide with his arms yeah. to the side while he was singing. Which, if you have a big solo number, you can't dance heavily because then you're out of breath and you mm-hmm. sound bad. Even though I'm sure all of this music was pre-recorded, uh, but. But he did a good job making it feel like an actual musical number. I think my I have I have a favorite choreography one, the one with the shirtless football players. Mwah. That choreography The choreography was, was great. so good. Do I believe I didn't any like of them song. have ever played football? I do not. No, but no. I really enjoyed their choreography. You mean uh, the, the then, high school you mean the high school football players who are all thirty five? Yeah. Yes, you were all yeah. thirty-five-year-old hey, dancers with the They were college bodies. players. But oh, it yes. was college. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was college. But they were not eighteen, nineteen-year-olds for sure. Um, and then, and then the song I liked the best was the 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 candy whatever. What was it? Hard candy Christmas. Which I, was that originally oh, in this, shit, or was that, that just song. a doll? That's the maybe I'll da da da. Oh yeah, maybe. yeah. I feel like I've heard that song before. I do too. I feel like that's just a Dolly Parton song they put in. Just like okay. I will always love you was not fucking written for Best Little Whorehouse. Uh, that's what they I was wondering when I heard in. that. I was like, no, it is was that where this came no, from? What? It's not. So I like those songs. Do I think they fit in the musical? In the thing, I do not. No. Okay. Well, what about you, Emily? What was your favorite? Um, I did like I did like that. Uh, the maybe I'll whatever, and then um, I don't know. There was really no song in there that I was like, man, I would listen to that again. I mean, it was yeah, just kind of like get stuck okay. in your head or anything. Yeah, so there was there was nothing super catchy. I honestly, I really liked the the song that the sneaking around song that um, Bert and Dolly did. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was just not as a musical song, but just as like a duet. Yeah. Like just a general duet that you would hear. I was like, oh, this is cute. This little catchy song. I like fancy frilly things. High heel shoes and diamond rings. Ragtime bands and western swing. And sneaking around with you. Well, I like beer and rodeos. Detective books <laughs> and dominoes. Football <gasps> games and Cheerios. Cheerios. And sneaking around with you. Sneaking around with you. Going around the Doing what I like lots of cash on hand and dirty jokes about the fuller brush man. I like stuff I understand, like sneaking around with you. You know, I like a thrill that has no strings. Friendship that don't ever change. And laughter from the joy of things. And And sneaking around with you. Sneaking around with you. Going around or two. Doing what lovers do. Whatever they're sneaking around. And I actually thought that was one of the better ones as far as like plot development or like backstory development to like yes. give you an insight into what their relationship was like. You know, yes. like it kind of gave you into this peak of like, oh, we're sneaking around, but you could tell that, that it was more than that to both of them, right. but they just didn't, you know, want to acknowledge that. So I felt like that was one of the meteor songs in the in the whole thing. Agreed. So I don't know. That's my musical anal- analyzation of the song. I would give you an A plus on that. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Oh, here, I have a stupid fun fact. Um, At the very end of the movie, when Burt Reynolds picks Dolly up and carries her to the truck, um, he got horribly injured. He got a double hernia picking up Dolly Parton. And what do you think that that did to her? If if a man had to pick me up on stage and And fucking slipped a disc or got... Yes, I would be like, well... I'm done I'm eating a this giant year. Piece of fatness. 
Lord. I was concerned for her in that whole scene where they were laying out under the stars, though, because I was like, she has got to have a hard time breathing and talking that much. With, with her, her boobs, tits like, just up pushing her, down on her. There's no way she got through that scene comfortably. How much do you think her boobs weigh? I don't know. I feel like it's a lot. Well, she makes yeah, a, if she I makes just, a like, joke about her boobs. She's like, if I jumped... She always makes yeah, jokes about her boobs. If I jumped up boobs, and down, yeah. I'd have two black eyes, so... Mm-hmm. Yes. I saw... I listened to... Uh, there's a great Dolly Parton... Um, uh, a podcast it's like a five part one it's fantastic and they they get into they get in really deep with some interviews with her and a couple of them and she talks about how she always jokes about her boobs because she wants to do it before anybody else gets the chance to it's that whole fat amy thing from pitch perfect yeah yeah well that's uh i don't know i don't know about fat amy but uh louis anderson who he that's what he would. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, oh, I'll make fun too? of my weight before anybody else does. So, yeah, yeah. beat yeah. him to the punch. Yeah. Oh, the sad things that comedic people do <laughs> That's to defend right. their their delicate, delicate <laughs> egos. <laughs> We're all sad and have something. We're all sad and terrible self esteem. <laughs> Please laugh at us. <laughs> But we're going to make fun of it first. Well, Let's make fun of the things that we are most sensitive about. Well, speaking of the ending, were you too satisfied with that ending? I mean, it was so, like, the whole movie just fell flat. Yeah. And unlike Bob, I didn't Bobby give a Parton's shit by boobs. the end. Right. Yeah. That so, movie did not give me two black eyes. It no. left me very under. Yeah, but, like, by the end, I was like, I was like, oh, you you feel sad for Mona. Like, oh, she had to shut it down. And like, oh, I guess they're going to be off together. That's kind of nice. But I didn't really care too much about them. And the way that it, the fact that it didn't end with a big musical number. That is also, blows. Yeah. Also just like, You're a yep, fucking he's going to pick her up and job. carry her to the truck while Porky's like, yay, pick yay. her up, pick her up. Guess and I'll go fuck get myself. I have nothing to do now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the piss the whole tail. ending was weird. Yeah. Like, it can be you can have a a, a a not happy tied in a bow ending, but God, it was, it was weird. It was just it was it was it was not well executed. So I wish that any of us had actually seen the the musical, the musical, so we would have anything to compare it with. But well, because well, it ran on Broadway for quite a while, so it yeah, must have been good. It must have been pretty good. Let's Google a um, comparison, shall we? I'll do that while you guys discuss. Well, because Jim Neighbor is like, well, because Burt Reynolds' goal in the movie, he's sheriff of this town and he wants to be on, what, the council? Right, some town council or some shit. There's some, like, C plot that is not really interesting Because the B plot is Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton (laughs) have been seeing each other for three years on the DL. Right. And Mm -hmm. actually, and during this time, this comes out during the speech at... They they think that they're both sleeping with other people while they're sleeping with each but other. They're right? not. Yeah. But then it comes out. It's like no, we've I they've only been with each other for the past three years. But then yeah, there's the, I think he says the, the B plot yeah. of this woman in town who's trying to hook Burt Reynolds, which doesn't go anywhere. And yeah, it's sort of yeah. She was totally it, unnecessary. Sort of shitty on Burt Reynolds. It's like well, so it's you're leading this shitty. woman around. Who also has a son? Who she has thinks a son, of you as and a, you have a, a relationship with figure. this kid, clearly. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, it would have been nice. It was like because Jim, Jim Neighbors is like, well, Burt Reynolds went off to be, and then we find out that they get married. So why don't we see Burt Reynolds as this as a counsel, and why don't we see right. Burt right. Reynolds come we don't home? See any kind of follow up? Come home to Dolly Parton, and then have a big musical number with that, you know. Yeah, I mean, they like, they shoehorned a couple other Dolly songs in there. She writes shit, really? like, so quickly. Write us something else, Dolly. Seriously. For real, Dolly. Or you could do that, like, old 80s trope where there's, like, the freeze frame, and it says what they're doing now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it was just nothing, there was nothing there. I was, was satisfied with the ending, and also that... And, and I'll give credit to Dom DeLuise. I really despised his character. because I Oh, yeah. He did a fabulous yes. job. Because I despise people like that in general in real life. People who are just sticking oh, their sure. nose. You know, it's like nobody's bothered. You're just stirring up shit to stir up shit. You're just creating stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have liked to seen him get his comeuppance more. Because yeah. near the end of the movie, uh, Burt Reynolds, which is sort of ironic because Burt Reynolds is... 
known for wearing a toupee. At the end, near the end of the movie, he rips off Dom DeLuise's wigs, wig, and punches. And by the way, just to say this, uh, Burt Reynolds would be in jail twenty times over yes. for all oh, the stuff 100%. he did. For all the stuff he does, not even just as a person, but as a Absolutely. sheriff in this movie. Yes. Right? Right, but well, he, like when he scandal, just like chases like, him around, shooting the gun, yeah. and he falls into yeah. the fountain, it's like, what are you doing, police officer? Yeah, you're, you're literally chasing someone out of town yeah. and shooting your gun into the air. Hey, man, small town Texas in the '70s, yeah. do whatever oh, the hell you want. But also, the and again, I know this is, I mean, this is based on true events. Did this guy really bust up in this whorehouse and, like, get video footage of all these people banging like they did With in the movie? their tits out and stuff? Yes! I don't know. I also thought that was, like, gratuitous, like, unnecessary. Unnecessary boobs. Like, like as they busted it. into the rooms, like, you could tell that they were like, oh, get up on your elbows a little bit. Just stick them up and then just stare yeah. and don't have any arch other reaction. Back. Just arch your back so you're... Smoke like, a cigarette with smoke, with a arched back, yes, but, and but then, with the sheets oh, over God. over your waist because we can't get an NC seventeen. No, we just want a oh, solid it was R. Ridiculous. <laughs> and um, yeah, a, I don't know. That's a you, great you question. cut that out. You get a PG movie, and you could probably get yeah. more people. I mean, you get more people right. to see it. Right. It, well, they didn't have. Did they have PG thirteen? They didn't no, have PG. I guess it was just R. Then, it was so. just R yeah. or PG. Okay. Right. Because I don't believe there's. There's no f bombs in this movie. I don't believe. I don't remember hearing. I don't think so either. So yeah, you take out you you, you take out that scene where the the boobs are flashing, and you can get a PG. You definitely get a PG uh, rating. Right. But this movie actually I, did pretty well. It, it did. I saw that when I when I was reading about yeah. it. And this was one of the last high profile. This was before Burt Reynolds' career started taking a downturn. So this right. was one of his mm. last, you know, uh, high profile, high profile movies. Because I think his next movie was Stroker Race, and that's and that's the movie he did instead of Terms of Endearment. He turned down Terms of Endearment, oh, the man. Jack Nicholson role. That was a mistake to do Stroker <laughs> yeah. Race. And I know I'm pretty sure both of you have never seen Stroker Race, but it's I have not. I feel like I saw it a really long. It's time just ago. A, it's just a brain dead NASCAR movie. In, you know, yes, Cannonball Run, Smokey and the Bandit, yes, only but like, worse. Worse. Yeah. yeah. Is Smokey and the Bandit the one with the monkey? The monkey? Do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Isn't there one with a monkey? You're thinking what? of BJ and the Bear, I think. BJ and the Bear. He's got a monkey with him. Sure does. BJ's a happy-go-lucky trucker. <laughs> but BJ has a weakness. You're getting good at this bear. Bear can't do everything. Hey, what are you doing here? The answer is always making trouble for BJ and the Bear. Are you the guy? I'm the guy. <laughs> you know what he's doing. Does he ever? I am. That is what I'm <laughs> doing. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember a monkey in either one of those. Yes, that was a TV show. That was Greg Evigan. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm thinking of. I was very young. <laughs> For some reason, those are connected in my brain. Which do you have a um, a party happening at your house, Emily? I don't know what the fuck is happening. I just came in here, and now there's. It sounds like there's ninety. It sounds like there's a bunch of kids in. in So I'll tell you what. When we're done here, I'm gonna pretend you. I'm gonna pretend that we're not done. Just put in my earplugs and take a nap. I want no part of this. Oh my goodness. Jesus Lord. Oh. I did I'm gonna I'm gonna comment a little bit more on the choreography. Some of the choreography I thought was really clever. Like when the football team gets there and they're doing their little partner dance and they're ripping off the dresses, um, which I guarantee that was in the musical because that was very much so oh, yeah, very much like a, a stage performancey uh-huh. thing. Um and then they're they're doing like little couples dances and then they start doing like this slow humping motion and I was like that shit is clever because that. I'm sure when they did the musical, this was supposed to represent everybody having sex. I'm sure they did not bust up in actually bedrooms show everybody's with yeah. with people actually doing it Tits out on stage because there's sure. no way they'd get away with audiences those, like, in there live yeah. sex acts happen right. even if it's simulated on the stage. So I thought that the that the the humping court what I wrote down nice humping choreography. <laughs> This is what my actual note says. So I thought that that was really clever. And I think I would have liked it better if they had just committed to that. 
into the like we're not yeah. having any actual sex we're just gonna let the songs and stuff be the, the placeholders the... right, right right i think that that would have been this is the whole movie was inconsistent this seems like a too yeah. many cooks in the kitchen situation like there wasn't a and like they didn't decide is this movie you know like fantasy land or are we trying to make this like an actual cinematic thing that mm -hmm. just has these musical numbers in there or yeah i just feel like they didn't create it they didn't create rules in this world. They yeah. needed clear rules for this is how these are the rules of this musical world. Like, is this a that. land where people break into song? And just fucking sing and stuff. And just or... sing? And that's how the world is? Or are these standalone, uh, you know, like, this is when we, we break and we're in a song and then we're back mm -hmm. in reality? I don't know. Because and that never happened. Or, yeah. That scene right. where Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton. You know, she's calling him just a, a two-bit sheriff that's never going to amount to anything. And he, he's like, maybe and so. And she's like, well, at least I'm not least a whore. Oh, yeah. I know. Ugh. Yeah. That, low blow. Yeah, that was a low blow. It's like, oh, you mean the whore that you've been sleeping with for three years? That you've been, yeah. yeah. Right. You douche. Um, oh, you know what part I did like is when um, uh, Dom DeLuise had stirred up all the shit and like the news was breaking that they were shutting the whorehouse down and then the news cameras were getting all the interviews from like the local people and uh, yes. I thought that was really funny like they had the lady who was like oh my husband visited every Saturday and, she's, and she said something about um, or I guess Dolly said it like the the bull wants a the cow wants a break or something I don't know yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some yeah. kind of th I just the thought cow, a cow appreciates it when the bull goes to another pasture or something yes like that. something like or that she likes the break yeah yes so and then and, she, and some women like that I, don't, I wouldn't know about that and then um there was the there were the guys who were like well they gotta go somewhere they're gonna end up raping everybody if they don't have a place yes. I was just like oh this is such a 70s 80s thing to yes. say yes on yes. film <laughs> oh it's great Good stuff, good stuff. And by great, you mean didn't I age mean, well. Great as in like, oh, that happened <laughs> in this film. hi No, this movie, exactly outside of the musical numbers, does does not, it, I mean, this is definitely an, an early 80s movie with the reference, yeah. with all the references, yeah. So do you think, I read that there were a bunch of other people they were considering besides Dolly, and they were only considering country stars do you think that's just because it's set in texas because the music doesn't feel like overly it didn't feel complicated or and it also didn't feel like only like a a strong heavy hitter could do these right. numbers either like i didn't feel like there was a I, there was i mean i think dolly was a great choice but i don't feel like if anybody besides dolly had done it it wouldn't have been done right you know what i mean right, like right I think they just wanted what? to give it a southern feel. Best little whore. I think it was okay. yeah, just a, you, you're not you're not going to get more southern than Dolly. Right. And Dolly and her and Tennessee was, accent and Bert in Texas, was, right? <laughs> Bert was notching up his Georgian accent in this movie. Yes. So. Yeah. So so if they redid this movie today and they they decided like we it's got to be someone that's that's a a singer. It's not it doesn't have to be country. Who do you think would be the the best casting decision to recast Mona? In, I wonder was that the that was that the actually person's um, name or is no? That a it joke? was something close to that though. Okay, it but it's it was uh, it started with an M. Hold on, okay, me... I was just curious. I thought it was just a sex joke. Um, oh. Yeah. So who would be? <laughs> oh, did you just get it? <laughs> I just figured out what you meant. <laughs> So so who would be the who would be the the head whore if they redid it if they redid it now? I don't know. Who were you thinking about anything? Like did you have any, have anybody in mind? I don't know if I have anybody like that I feel super strongly about. Um I feel like uh like Christina Aguilera would be fun. Actually Britney Spears would be really Britney? good. Britney? Oh, Britney would be fun. She's so bad at acting though. She's so but bad at acting. But if she got to be sexy, she I can... think she'd be okay. And if it were a musical with the intent of being a campy right, if they then just yes. leaned in. Yes, lean and they into didn't that try shit. to make her innocent. A, a cinematic thing. Yeah. Yeah. See our episode about Crossroads I, and you'll yeah. get all about this. <laughs> to me what made it as well I 
I saw in a lot of her costumes, I saw a lot of Mae West. Yes, mm-hmm. it was, you're correct. So uh, to me, it's it's like a dolly, uh, it couldn't be somebody skinny for me. It would have to be somebody. No, some voluptuous. Some voluptuous, full-figured woman yes, doing this. Yeah. I, it's, and I, because I think that a helped out a lot. No, today, that's so not allowed anymore. I don't know who it would be. Yeah. <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> a good question i also feel like it doesn't need to be remade I like it i don't no. know maybe if i saw the musical i would feel I like they should good, give this I another like, shot and do like a I good job i want to see a good version of it now though i'm gonna go look in like a broadway i guess in my mind yeah just because i haven't seen the stage version of it that i'm just kind of like nah, i could just never see that again and be okay yeah. if it didn't exist yeah. but i don't know maybe you're right maybe we do need a good a, a gooder version of it a more gooder Ooh, version what about Kristen chenoweth I know she's not voluptuous. She's, too, she's but so she's little. Amazing. She's amazing at everything, but yeah. she's so tiny. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe so. Are there no like? There's no other female leads in this, huh? It's just Dolly. There's it's, nobody else that like sing. I mean, I would else. say I this really is very heavily Dolly. This, but I guess there aren't any. There's other no others. There's no side. There's no B ladies. It's just. It's just her and then the the whores with no names. Because so, the co- I, I, I would have loved to. You know, the cook. I, I would love to see her do a number. That would have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been nice. Okay. Get some, get some porky action in there. Yeah. I don't know. And then who would be. Who would be. Who would Michelle be Turd if, Ferguson? Turd Ferguson. Um, that's all I could think uh, while I was watching it. Was Turd Ferguson. I, this, oh, to me, this man. would be a perfect Justin Timberlake vehicle. What? Oh, all right. Really? Just have Britney and Justin. Britney and Justin. Oh my god! I'd be into that. I'd oh be my into god! That. I would yeah, go I'd see it that. ten times. I would pay so much money for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god! What did we think of the tiny panties she made Burt Reynolds put on? That was gross. I was, I was. I didn't like it. It was like a diaper. It was. It snapped on the gross. sides, so you could take them. Oh. I just cool. don't think men yeah. need any no. special. Mm-hmm pretty no. panties to wear at any mm-hmm. point in time no, you like you. them better in his boxers <laughs> yeah yeah it's because yeah it's way like, better ugh. Ugh. Dicks, are, dicks aren't attractive scott no, no you, you, look you no. don't need to tell me that i like them <laughs> i'm a fan but i'm not gonna like look at him <laughs> i want to look at that um it's like an ugly singer i'm a fan but i don't want to hold on pull up the playgirl photo let's see what it would look like with the silky wait who's gonna google it i know not me well we're if we're on max we won't get um it'll probably make me click like seven times the view certificate and like are you sure you want to go and type in your admin (laughs) password and all this other shit I don't even know how to search. Do you remember when Captain America accidentally, uh, uh, Chris Evans accidentally accidentally posted a picture of his dick online? I couldn't figure out how to find it. I had to get my friend Laura to do it. And she was like, give me a second. (laughs) You're like, just look it up on your phone and then text it to me so I don't have to. I didn't even, I couldn't, all I could find was articles about it. I was like, I don't even know. I don't know how to Google how yeah and that's like, i think this is what i Chris told her. i was like dick without words like minus <laughs> yes minus just the dick just the just the tip just dick. Uh. <laughs> yeah i don't know how to i don't know how to do that it's not a yeah. skill that i have i don't have that skill either and that's what i think i told her i was like i'm embarrassed to tell you how long i have spent on this and i can't find a picture and i can't of find penis. a picture of his wiener can you please help me and now and you've committed did. this much time welcome to the chris seven penis podcast Welcome to. Anyway, if you know how to Google the picture of Burt Reynolds Wang, let us know. Uh, but I thought uh, the the interaction between Burt Reynolds and Jim Neighbors was good as well. I thought they made a, a nice. I did like their duo. teaming. Yeah, it yeah. was a good foil. Yeah, yeah, he it was, was a good foil. foil. And I like Burt Reynolds, and like I didn't have a problem with Burt Reynolds in this at all. I thought mm-hmm. it was because because his part did not require any like showmanship. Not show, yeah, you know what I, I mean. Think it's like fine it was just if like, he's like the straight man. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, which is what he was. I mean, he was just being Burt Reynolds as a cop in, right. that sang one song with Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I thought he was fine. I, I, overall, I thought it was well cast. I just thought I agree with you, Kristen, that the that whoever was in charge did not do a great job decide making their minds up on as to what they wanted it to be. And right. I think they should have just gone for 
it's a fucking musical, so let's lean yeah, into that real hard. Yeah, make it cheesy as shit. Yeah. Right. Don't try to make it a sentimental mm-hmm. movie with fucking the Bodyguard song in there. Come on, I'll, man. I'll tell you this. I had... I had I had to look I had no idea that Dolly Parton wrote that song. It was Really? I didn't. When she starts oh singing goodness. it, I'm like, this is and Were then, you like, how'd they get this Whitney Houston song in here? Exactly. It's time travel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought what They're Emily thought, a, I'm like, well, oh, did she write this movie? This music right for now. this movie? And then I looked I it up and it was like, no, it was it, a, it was an older song that she oh, put. Damn it. It's frozen again. What is wrong with my fucking I don't know. Internet? I hear you, Scott. She's just talking to herself. Yeah, that's fine. I can, but it's also awkward when she's when she's singing that song to him. He's just he's just looking at his feet. It's he's just, like, "Am I just supposed to stand here and listen to, to this? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do during this song?" Was, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's because they don't live in the musical world. They live in this world of like, right. do I hear you singing? Is this something that we do right. here, or is this just like? A fever dream, and I mean, I don't know. What if he takes her and starts dancing with her while she's singing that song? It, 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 and then she's like, "No, you threw me off. You right. threw me off." And like, what if he looks at his watch, like, "I gotta, like, how much longer are you so, gonna be singing yeah. this song?" So I'm gonna put on my my theater professor hat for a second. So a reason that they didn't make a movie of Chicago for so many years is because they couldn't have they couldn't come up with a script that made sense for people yeah. to just start singing and dancing so they were like um uh uh, uh Renee Zellweger's character they were like and this made sense with her character because she killed her husband and she mm-hmm. had like this snap in reality or whatever they were like oh this is all the stuff that's going on in her head so they establish it quickly at the beginning of the movie where they like zoom into her eyeball and then yeah. it's this other world this where other people world. are singing so yeah. it just like it just it makes sense it makes you sense can tell there was no attempt to do anything like that no. in this film it was like it did not go full Oklahoma and it did not go right. full Chicago. It just did nothing. It just lived in the middle and it was weird. Mm-hmm. Strange. Mm-hmm. That's so per- Oklahoma. Yeah, it lived in the middle, which is what I like I said, I'm yeah. not I haven't seen a lot of musicals, but from what I get you can't live in the you middle can't do that in a musical. musical. No. Right. You gotta go balls out. Like you gotta commit to whatever yeah. it is and everybody has to be on board in this entire world. Like this is how things go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Hey, do we know if that was true that the that the senator was busted in bed at the whorehouse? Or was that just like thrown in for It didn't come up on my seven fun. seven or ten fun facts that I like Googled I about did. it. Okay. But I did like uh, I believed I was drugged by some communists. Yes, by yeah. the communists. That was very funny. <laughs> that was so I did like that. that was very funny. Yeah, that and that's something that you might hear it. Not maybe not to that extent, but that's just something that you would, you a sleazy politician, right. yeah, would absolutely. Say it was getting busted in a whorehouse. So, all right, exactly. At the Capitol today, the governor made no statement, but Senator Charles Wingwood, who was a principal figure in the Watchdog News raid, also held a press conference explaining his involvement. I have no independent recollection of going to the chicken ranch, and I can only say as the most dedicated anti-communist in the state legislature that I must have been drugged by communists or communist sympathizers and placed there to harm my reputation and good name. My last two viewing, you know, this and At Long Last Love, it's not encouraging me to go see musicals. So, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you know what is a fantastic musical? Um, if you have Apple TV, watch Come From Away. Oh, oh really? Oh, you just got it, huh? I did. I saw it on Broadway and um, didn't know what it was about. And then I saw it again when it came on tour here. It's so good. It's so unique. It's a true story also. Okay. Uh, it's based on uh, the town of Gander um, and what happens when all the planes get landed or get grounded during 9-11. So, yeah, it's but it's like a cast of, I don't know, 18, 20 people and they play over 100 characters and they're all real people. And it's based on the interviews uh, from people. And oh, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It's really good. It's very different. It has a lot of just like normal looking people. There's a lot of people in the original cast that this was their first Broadway show. Oh, wow. Um, So they. Oh, Oh, that's cool. 
It's good. It is really good. So they. So did is a, it like a movie adaptation, or is it no, just like the they, screen they version taped, or the they recorded it stage live? Version. Okay. Yeah, they recorded it live, and it's and it's good, and it's um unique. So that's a good one to see if you're looking for something, Scott. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton, of course, is also good. Uh, I liked it in, in the Heights, but a lot of people didn't. But I enjoyed it. I wanted to see it, and I didn't, and now I regret it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess no, we uh, we pretty much if we're recommending other musicals, I guess we can say that we wouldn't recommend. I would say that you can probably bypass this one. Yeah, no, don't like it at all. I mean, As a matter of fact, I have an assignment where I let my students do a critique on a terrible musical. Oh, because uh, it's more fun to write a critique on something's ba- something bad, and I might sure, add yeah, this to the list. Hey, look at that! Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. helping the I'm helping That's the youth of America. Helping idea. higher education. I love that. Uh, I liked all the characters. I had no right, problem. Right, the individual I had no pieces it. make it seem like it would be good. Yeah, but but it's not. It's not. Right? It's put together, and like, and you got Jim Neighbors that doesn't sing. I I I, I still I don't understand that. He narrates the movie. Right. Why can't you have him just open the movie with a song about the little? Yeah. You know. Sing, real, the, right. sing it was the best like, little horror. If you can shoehorn some random Dolly songs in there, like why can't we shoehorn? Then let him do it. Let him be the bookend, the but but a singing like prologue. Oh, and... that's yeah. no, singing bookend. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend this. Yeah. And our professors wouldn't recommend this as well. Mm-hmm. But no. Uh, but thank you for doing this so, because it's, these Absolutely. podcasts are a lot more. Fun. I didn't. I don't think I could have talked about it. Uh, for about an hour by myself. Oh shit! So. No, <laughs> I was worried about how all three of us were going to talk about well, it. Well, I was an hour. Well. We patted it with like, Chris well. Evans' penis. We did. We sure did. <laughs> we patted it. With he, he helped to fill it out. We booked. All right. Uh, is there anything that uh, you ladies want to promote or? Nope. Nah. <laughs> if you, if you... <laughs> I just say in general, this will just be my PSA. If you know a teacher, buy them a fucking drink. Buy and them a can't fucking drink. Buy them drink. a drink. Venmo them five bucks <laughs> so they can buy nice. their own. Do that. <laughs> I back. I stand by that. Yes. Yeah. So if you know a teacher, buy them a fucking drink. Uh, buy them a fucking drink. <laughs> and get them a picture of Burt Reynolds' penis or Chris Evans' penis. Or Chris Evans' oh, penis. Or Chris Evans. Yes. Mm. No, but we don't want pictures of that because then we don't. We, we get it with it. Their teachers get enough penis exposure just working in school. Either drawn dicks or young children exposing their wieners. Just, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast. I would like to thank Kristen and Emily for being my guests. We'll see everybody here next time. Goodbye. Bye. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash Scott White and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. This should help people find the podcast when they're searching. Uh, No matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast. Well, that's pretty darn close to the way it happened. The old watchdog, Melvin P. Thorpe, got what he wanted. Miss Mona married Ed Earl, and they got what they wanted. And the people of Texas, well, they got what they wanted. Another legend. The legend of the chicken ranch. It's just a little bitty pissant country place. Nothing much to see. No drinking allowed to get a nice white crowd. Plain as it can be.
This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.